We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. It took me back to the dewy slopes of 2017, my first combine experience. <laughs> and I think I went I think I went 3 or 4 years in a row. No, it had to have been 3 years in a row because um the the uh, COVID interrupted 2020, but people don't understand that the two most significant things happening in my first combine experience were one, Daryl took me to a Harry and Izzy's, and uh, they have a amazing shrimp cocktail, but Daryl neglected to tell me that it will clear out your sinuses in one bite. Shh, he's. No, I don't know. He's you think he doesn't know we're talking about Mac. Do you think we're going to hide this from Mac? Mac, you should still do it. It's amazing. Yeah, th- this will be my fourth trip going to Indy. OK, so, uh, I've heard I've heard tales of it. That's so, why I told you you should absolutely drink the shrimp cocktail sauce. Yes, you should. Guys, here's the thing. Daryl did not tell me this, and I would. I, actually, I, by the way, enjoyed every second of watching you. I had a sinus it. infection when this happened, and so my nose was plugged up, my ears were plugged up, and I took the biggest bite ever, and my entire face shifted. I felt all of the, the all of the crud in my person just leave my body, and it felt equally amazing. It's like if you've ever had like a like a dislocated uh, like bone set, it felt like that. It was it was like five seconds of searing pain, and like sixty seconds of pure relief. And so screw you for that, just in case. <laughs> you're welcome. And then I don't even for know for clearing your sinuses. You're welcome. I don't know if you remember this or not, but Marshall Falk was sitting two tables over, and he kept looking over at us and it was so distracting because Marshall is a really charismatic dude. And he, at the time, I think he was on the NFL network and like, it was kind of like, it was like Marshall's moment and it was kind of throwing me off. I'm like, is this dude mean mugging me? Like, is he like going to fight me? Like what is going on with Marshall Fogg? (laughs) And he was with his agent and and one or two other people. And you and I were walking out and I fell behind you because he grabbed my arm. He's like, Hey, did we ball together? Like, did, do we, do we play football together? And I was like, I assure you, we did not play football together. I'm just a tall, fat guy. And he roared and we're walking out and you're like, what was that? And I'm like, I ah, will we'll tell you later. And which you, you ne- which you never told me, wh- later. which I never told you because I was so embarrassed that I was, I was profiled by Marshall Falk. And it does like to this day, God gave me six foot four. He gave me built like a brick, you know what? And I have sh- I've done nothing with it. Just every time, like I'll I'll walk in, little kids are like, "Ah, oh, look at this big. He must play in the No, I'm just fat and tall. You, That's all I got. See, you could have played for with Marshall Falk. I could have. And you, I, you know it. what? I, you know the bad thing is, I should have just said I did. Like, yeah, we were on the Rams together. You don't remember me? <laughs> I was the backup right tackle, and I could have had drinks 
for free that entire week. Yeah, but the problem is you'd have to remember the name of the backup right tackle of the Rams. No, I wouldn't. If he doesn't remember, like, yeah, <laughs> there weren't a lot of 2001 St. Louis Rams out there. I think we could have just lied the whole week. Practice squad. Practice, yes. That would have been your way in. Oh, man. Oh, Man, I probably missed you a lot. You could have played of- it up, too. I, you know, those guys, we don't get a lot of notoriety. It's okay, though. Yeah, you know. You know. No, you I know what you could have said? we're in it for. You're a camp invite. You didn't make the you didn't make the team, but why are you diminishing me? Keith's well, we don't need right. to go four levels down. Yeah. Just- <laughs> like, oh yeah, no, I held your bags once in in, in, yeah. in training camp. You want to no. lie? Because that's actually realistic. Uh, no, he doesn't know clearly. He just saw a big fat guy and thought I must I'm, have played football with him. I'm talking about realistic for you. Well, no, I just, who are you? This is improv. All right, we're creating a backstory. All right, I started four years at San Diego State. I had an injury leading into the combine. <laughs> Actually, San Diego State's not the place because I didn't Marshall play. All right, I, I started four years in Nebraska. <laughs> I had an ACL injury, had to come in as a camp guy, earn my career four years in the practice squad as an offensive lineman. And uh, you know what? I, listen, I, I – what about all? Remember that time where it was that year where you got all the offensive lineman gifts? You never gave me mine, and just see where it goes, right? The man could buy me a fifty thousand dollar Rolex, could have sold it, re- renovated my house, and then I would have never gotten you out of that bar that night. No, no, because I would all of a sudden be Marshall Falk's best friend, and then like, here's the thing, guys. Yeah, we remember. It's like it's like high school reunions. Yeah, you remember eighty percent of the people you went to high school with. I have. I, I don't because I got. There's still a friend requesting me on Facebook, and I look at the name and I'm like, "You never talked to me in high school. I don't remember who you are." There's a. I graduated 118 kids. <laughs> I can tell you a hundred of them. And honestly, at 38, that's a gift from God. All right. But if you said, "All right, hundred kids in your class, and a hundred in the four years uh, ahead of you, and four years or three years ahead of you, and three years behind," no. Nope, we're getting about 50%. The same same thing applies in football. Like, dude, I was your right, I was your right tackle. You don't remember you started right guard. Tom Nutton, you, you started right guard. You don't remember me? Like, remember the uh, that uh, this is where you gotta come up with a lie. Yeah, John Matsko used to make us do the drill. You said it was like a piggy, I belly flopped. See, look at this. I just damn it. Why was I not more devious eight years ago? Seven years ago. Math is hard. I think Keith is right. I could have really lied my way into some cool stuff because you of this. You probably could have, but I'm I'm just giving you a more realistic, low-profile approach. Yeah, you're, you're giving me the loser's path to this. Oh, I got a good handshake from Marshall Falk. Hey, I got a, I got a second house in Malibu. No, I, I'm, gi- I'm giving you the more plausible because when you have to actually start dropping names, as in like what your name is, that's when you run into problems. I'm Nicky Dubs, babe. What the Dubs is short for, he doesn't need to know. <laughs> Yeah, it could be Nikki Dubovich. It could be Nicholas Wilson. It could be anything. Nikki Dubs could be short for literally anything. Plus, Honestly, Dubs didn't have to be my last name. It's just a nickname I got because I was such a baller at, at uh, Nebraska Omaha. Plus, Wilson's a generic last name that he'd be willing to buy in on that. Yeah. Uh, no, no, I think I think you got to go nickname. Actually, Wilson works. Wilson does track. This is the old, if you're confident enough, people are going to buy into it. But I think if I sold Nikki Dubs, because then everybody'd be like, "Yeah, I was talking with Nikki Dubs. Who? Yeah, backup right tackle. Oh, yeah, that guy. Because uh, you mean you mean Will you mean Williams? You mean uh, you no, know, Nikki Dubs. We didn't even know the guy's last name. I think as soon as Nikki comes out of your mouth, he's probably like, "That's not him." I don't think that's the case at all. 
Players have nicknames for each other all the time. Some we can't even say on air. Name one that's named Nicky. Uh, he's probably Italian. He's probably connected in some way. Okay, but name him. Uh, Nico Siragusa. Oh, well, so now we're adding an O to it. Yeah, well, no, because it's it, Nico is his first name, but it's Nicky. Nicky Siragusa. I play football. Guys are thieves of joy. That's all I'm saying right now. I really hate letting facts get in the way of a good story. Oh, thank you, George. Man, Daryl Ryder, a terrible hype man for you, Nick Wilson. Anytime I go out with my buddy, I help create a realistic but over-the-top story for the cause. Thank you very much. But, I was, but I'm not the killjoy because I was never involved in the uh, in the ruse. But here's the thing. I could have sold you as my agent. You, you could, look like an agent. You could have. And I, and, and I, you know what? I would have played along. Yeah. Oh, well, okay. Now you say it. After crapping on my story for 10 minutes, now you say it. Yeah. I was, yeah. Hypothetically, uh, now that you've, you've talked yourself into like a free Rolex from Marshall Falk, I'll take yeah, 10% of that. You're, you're <laughs> exactly. Yeah. You know, practice squad client of mine. See what a teammate you are. You'll set me up with Harry and Izzy's uh, insane, what the hell? Flaming hot. Flaming hot. Shrimp cocktail shrimp sauce. Shrimp cocktail sauce. But Which when is it, basically when the same time, stuff as it's St. Elmo's next door. To Okay, wow. Just There's another thing. Just Any other thing you'd like to dispel? Any other great, great ideas in American history? I don't want to say them individually in case kids are listening, but you know what I'm talking about. Don't say it on air. I won't. Don't be a ho-ho-ho. Let's go, go, go. Anthony, welcome to the show, Anthony. Hey, guys. Uh, hey, so, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm here to conversation. You guys have switched up a little bit. but um, as Hey, as Anthony, receiver, real quick, before we get to the wide receiver, would you have backed me up if Marshall Falk had asked if I had played football with him and I had said, I'm your boy, Nicky Dubs, the former right tackle, would you as a friend have, have stuck by me in that moment and been like, you don't remember this guy? He was everywhere. Of course. Of course. That's all it took, course, I didn't say I wouldn't do that. I, that's exactly what you no, said. No, I didn't. You, you're poking <laughs> holes. Oh, you should be like the, the guy that was like in camp from like May I 10th was, to I May 11th. I was 11th. giving you the storyline. That's what I was doing. I didn't say I wouldn't stand by Honestly, you. Honestly, if you were an NFL scriptwriter, you would suck. The league would be canceled like it was Freaks and Geeks in 2001. Anthony, uh, your wide receiver point now, please. <laughs> yeah, I hate to get serious now, but... Um... Yeah, so I'm just looking at you guys are talking about the wide receivers and and to your point or the point that you made with Patrick Mahomes and him not having uh, really a great receiving core. I looked at the Brown. I'm looking at the Browns receiving core and what Flacco did with the same guys that um, Watson had. And I'm not a Flacco supporter. I'm not saying that he should be here over Watson. I I think Watson. I know in my heart that Watson's a better quarterback than Flacco is at this point, but what I'm saying is Flacco threw for all those 300-yard games. I'm not sure it's the receivers that we need to tweak. Cedric Tillman is a great receiver, I think. Uh, uh, I think I'd, I'd hold off on the great thing first. <laughs> he I, might well, be a great okay, one. You know, I mean, you know, your opinion, my opinion, I, I just like him. So He's got to uh, show I, me something before I call him great. Well, well, I, well, okay, fine. I think he can be a great receiver. How about that? That's fair. So – so I'm looking at the receivers that we have, and I guess if you if you want to add some speed, there's always room for that. But I mean, we just got to see where this goes with a full with a healthy Deshaun Watson 
and and see what he can do with the guys that we have on the team. I don't really think that we need to trade for a Mike Evans or or if you're going to draft somebody, that's fine. But I don't think we need to do any trades or anything like that for for uh, veteran guys unless they're guys that are is just you know somebody you just can't refuse. But um, yeah, I, I'm looking at the receivers that we have, and Flacco did a good job with those guys. So I'm assuming Watson can do the same. So I, I would I would stand pat and go get help somewhere like offensive line. Keep keep making that uh, a strong point. Keep making your defensive backfield a strong point. And uh, you know that's where I would go with it. But it's a great story about Marshall Falk, though. Uh, anyway. All right, buddy. Appreciate you. See, that's all right. If you ever see Daryl in a foxhole next to you, find a new foxhole. That's what I'm learning from this. Wouldn't back a man up on Cedric Tillman. Um, well, I, I don't you can't give... listen. You can't call a guy a great receiver when he hasn't done anything. Okay, slight hyperbole. He had 224 yards last year. Oh, that's uh, not nothing. My bad. He, he, he eclipsed 200. 200. That was tough to say. I just I think you're unnecessarily un unfairly going after Cedric Tillman. He's a rookie. I'm not. I'm, I'm not unfairly going after him. Me first. Me with Marshall Falk now here. <laughs> I, didn't, I, mean, I didn't even know it happened. I couldn't be a wingman for you yeah, and because then in revisionist you didn't history, allow, you didn't allow me to be a wingman. Re- and, for and, you. and then when we revise the story, you come back and you're like, ah, no, "No, that's I not going to work." I was just telling you, I would have given you a more realistic. You didn't see story. the belief in his eyes. Okay, that's all I'm saying. Cleared the way for you, man. I figured you'd remember me, Marshall. Um, in the preseason, it, uh, there were some regular season snaps there. Thank you very much. <laughs> All right. No, I remember you. Yeah. You're the guy that missed the block in practice. Yeah. So oh, it almost missed. blew out my knee. Come on. You know the, the the left guy was supposed to be pulled on that one. It wasn't me. Come on. You so-and-so. Um, that's how you do it. That's how you do it right there. Keith, even though he was trying to chop block me at the knees, still better wingman than you in that last segment. All right. Fine. I think we've officially upset him. Nope. Now, with this being said, we'll get to the other because somebody tweeted about it. At some point in the lead up to the combine, we'll get to the other story, and we don't don't <laughs> don't tease it because it's my yearly uh, it's my yearly remembrance of having to tell Vanessa, "Hey, remember this funny story that you know everything's cool with?" I have to run it by her before I make sure I talk about it on air because I like staying married. That's that story. Uh, well, and because of me, not okay. Nope, don't give it away. Oh, but, you know, I, I'm just, you know, trying to reestablish my good name after you, you know, mentioned what a horrible wingman I am. Well, actually, in this case, I was a terrible wingman. Yeah, yeah, you were. <laughs> Come to yeah. think of You're it. starting to see <laughs> that whole week. Oh, yeah. man. Yeah. Get that ass. <laughs> <laughs> no, he did not. Uh, all right. <laughs> Even though he should have. So, with all this being said, uh, baseball spring training is here, and this next piece of sound we're going to play for you, um, not about Nico Saragusa, uh, but this <laughs> next piece of sound is Anthony Rendon. Anthony Rendon, if you guys remember, he was a big part of the the Nationals, uh, big push in the uh, the late teens, and I believe he did win the uh, the World Series with Washington, I think in 2019, and then signed this massive like $200 million deal with the Angels that offseason. And the last couple of years, it's I mean, it's just been an albatross. He's just not been able to stay healthy. When he has been healthy, he's not hit it the same way. And so he was asked about 
his his mindset going into yet another season where injuries could be a factor, coming off all these injuries, and got into a conversation. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. ...about baseball being a priority with baseball was a priority for him. And here's what he had to say. Is it still a top priority for you, though? It's never been a top priority for me. This is a job. So I do this to make a living. Uh, my faith, my family come first before this job. So if those things come before it, I'm leaving. Is it a priority? Oh, it's a priority for sure. This is my job. I'm here, aren't I? Do you want to be here? I don't want to talk to you guys at <laughs> seven in the morning or whatever time <laughs> it is. So, <laughs> did you, I mean, do you want? I mean, do you want to like be here playing baseball? I have answered your question. So why do you keep picking at it? Oh, <laughs> yeah, you technically answered it. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> what an awkward. <laughs> Millhouse there at the end. Um, So this has generated a lot of criticism for Anthony Rendon. Him saying that baseball is not a priority. Now, I think there's a very obvious reason why he's getting hammered on this. And it has nothing to do with whether baseball is or isn't a priority. But I think it's... I I really do think there are people cherry-picking what he said, putting it in print, and then hammering the guy... When I don't really see, like, specific to what he said, no, my family's a priority and my faith is a priority. All the aggregators probably have their headlines. Baseball's not a priority. Well, but, like, what's crazy about it to me is, like, um, oh, my gosh. Oh, she's one of the best baseball writers. And now I I keep thinking Michelle Knight. It's not her name. Uh, if you can remember, uh, Knight, she used to work for the L.A. Times. Like, she wrote a story Jamali? on Molly. No, I. It's right there. It's. I'm so darn embarrassed because she's. I, I. She's got a Patreon now, and I, I. I actually do read her work. Um, like oh Molly. No, you are right, Molly Knight. Thank you. Um, now that I've wasted all that time getting to a friggin' name I should have had at the top of my uh, at the drop of a hat. Like even she wrote something kind of slagging Anthony Rendon about. Well, maybe you weren't the right guy to say this, and I'm sorry. Like I. I just think I, I we hold athletes to just a different standard. And I know some of this is socioeconomically why we do this. Some of this is because they play a kid's game and we think they should be ultra grateful for the opportunity that very few people get. But, like, guys, uh, I love my job. With, I, I skip to work every day. My family's a priority over my job. Um, like, there are things that absolutely should be ahead of any job, whether you're a player or 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 not. And and I don't understand how you hear that part of what he said and take it to like he doesn't care about that he baseball. doesn't care. And like I think it's totally okay whether it's your dream job or not to look at something as a job. And I think I think you start to factor in like guaranteed money and all this stuff and you start to spin this well he should be try- he, it should be a priority cuz he hasn't lived up to the contract. That's what this is about. The thing that frustrates me about this is if Anthony Rendon were, were making $800,000 a year on a, on a vet men contract, no one would care about him saying, eh, my family and my faith are my first priority, and then baseball, and baseball's a job. But there's some, there's some monetary amount that when a guy 
he's seen as overpaid or a, a contractual bust that people turn on him. And I'm like, guys, do you think Anthony Rendon wants to go out there? And last year he hit, uh, he hit 236 with a 678 OPS, two home runs and 148 at bats. You think Andy, Anthony, you think anybody wants to go out there, make that kind of money with the pressure of a contract, and be not 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 live up to the contract? Like I I honestly I'm I'm really disappointed with how everyone's reacted to it. Because this idea that everybody should speak glowingly in terms of, oh, it's it's an honor to play for a trash-ass franchise in L.A. who clearly does not value their players or the way they've treated other guys like Shohei Otani and Mike Trout, so much so that the best player in baseball left because you're such a cheap Band-Aid-ass organization. Like, why do, we, why, do, why do athletes have to be better than everybody else? Why can athletes, like, if you ask the local banker, hey, man, is banking a priority? And he said, no, my family is and my my outside career hobbies are, or my hobbies are. No one's going to be like, what a bad banker this guy is. If you ask a computer programmer, hey, man, is this your priority? No, I, I, I got a girl I really love, and I like to play guitar in my, my – nobody nobody gives a crap about that. The job is the end of the means. Like, And you know how many paycheck players have come through Cleveland over the years? Well, like, yeah, it, it, because it's a, a job like Cleveland's not their dream destination. But obviously, while they're here, they're not going to say anything to disparage the city or disparage the fans. But yeah, it, it it's a job to them. Um, and that's OK, as long as when they're out there, they're giving their all and doing the best to do their job. There's no issue. I, I have no problem with anything he said. And. <clears throat> let's be honest about it. The reporter there was picking the scab a little bit. Yeah. He was trying to get something. And you he, could tell he, he was annoyed. That and, Anthony and Rendon, Rendon was, got yeah. hip to it. Okay. Yeah. So it's finally the point. I've answered your question. Like, yeah. why do you, why do you keep sort no, you might not have liked the answer I gave you, but I did answer your question. I was respectful about it. And so why, why do you have to keep going back at it? But there's, there's nothing wrong with saying that baseball is not the number one priority in your life. Because if it is, then that probably tells me that your priorities in life are a little mixed up. Your family should come first, always. Well, and the assumption, I think the assumption that people are applying is that that's why his performance has right. been what that it's it, been That it equates LA. that he doesn't care. And, and I, that's not fair. Well, and I just think that's insulting. Like, I don't think you realize how much work goes in. Like, far be it for me. I'm a fat ass that sits on my couch. And I have no problem calling players bums or or slap asses or joking about that. But when it comes to guys, I don't like questioning how how hard they work without any sort of evidence. And just because he said this, I think that well, maybe if it yeah. was a priority, maybe he'd be hitting three hundred, maybe yeah, be the, earning that money. Yeah, I never like going down the effort route either because I've never played at, at that level. I can't imagine competing at that level. I can question your execution and not making a play when it was supposed to be made or you doing what you're supposed to do when you're supposed to do it, but no way am I going to sit here and say, you're not even trying. Or, hey, except or, for if it's the NBA All-Star game. Yeah, or if you're running to, to first base. And, and you just don't, yeah, you don't run out of ground yeah, ball or something if, like if that. If you uh, routinely don't show up for your job on time. Like, those are the places I think it's, oh, or honestly, we watch a guy, and I'm, I'm not trying to bring this up to in case he's less. I'm not trying to be a D, but I'm using like watching Jed Wills play. I can get you 50 clips of Jed Wells playing really hard for two seconds, 
and then the last two seconds of a play, he just kind of it's freezes a, up. And it might be a job to him. Yeah. But, like, like I just this idea of that uh, – I, I don't know what people expect of a guy like this. It's already got to be tough enough not performing the way you're used to the last four years. It whether we Whether we believe this or not, guys, I guarantee you the contract matters to Deshaun. I guarantee you the ma- the contract matters to this guy. When you get paid that kind of money and you're not living up to that contract, it's a kind of pressure that I don't think anyone can really – there's no one-for-one one in anybody's business that that ties into you're making $230 million over seven years, and now three or four of the years have come and gone, and you haven't played well enough to justify that contract. Yeah, I mean, that's why I got so upset with Brady Quinn's comments uh, last fall when he you know called – uh, Deshaun, a, a trust fund player, because he got his contract. First of all, Brady Quinn's the last person that should ever be calling someone a, a trust fund anything. Yes. Um, but, yeah, you, there are just certain things you don't do, and one of those, in, unless it's, to your point, extremely blatant and obvious. Yeah. Oh, who's the Steeler receiver that didn't even bother? He Pickens? Just, yeah, Pickens. Oh, just, no, no, no. Was that Deontay Johnson? Claypool. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> they had a few Antonio Brown. We're just going to mention all the guys. Well, no, it was this year though. Yeah, but it was yeah. this season. Like just completely. Yeah. Half you know what at the an entire uh, couple of plays during a game, and you're just watching. They're like that guy ain't even trying. That's fair, but what? Uh, yeah, there's just certain things. Like again, you you can criticize results. You can criticize lack of execution, but. Yeah, like he, Dry, going you know, after the effort thing—that's that's a very fine line. You know, it's funny about and it, you, and you better be right about that. He didn't come out and say he didn't care. Right? He just said it's like, not a priority. It, my I family, do, my faith—that's priority to me. Like I, I just—it's so weird to me the ways in which we dissect what people say and then hammer them if they don't say it perfectly. And and then also too, when someone gets asked the question and they give you a sincere, honest answer. Yeah, exactly. And then you turn around and you use that against them. Yeah. And then if they go to the canned answer, right? The the coach speak answer, then they the reporters complaining yeah. because I can't get anything out of a guy cuz he's giving me coach speak. Well, you you can't have it both ways. You either you know my standpoint, I'd rather an athlete. That's why, again, I don't like ripping athletes over things that they say in response to things because <laughs> they're they're just answering the question and they're answering it honestly. And that's all he did here. So I, like I said, I have no issue with what he said. I I credit him with uh, you know being honest about it, and also at the same time, eh, that reporter was looking to 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 dig at something there. Uh, Kevin on Twitter saying, pretty simple. Just ask anybody to prioritize the the following job, family, faith. I promise they'll say the same as Anthony did. People don't see professional sports as a job, which is absolutely ridiculous. I would agree. Jack, welcome to the show, buddy. What you got for us? Hey, uh, big big fan of the show, guys. Thank you for taking my call. Thank you, buddy. Really quick, just wanted to comment, comment on the uh, the Rendome thing. And, you know, I, I, I heard the analogies you guys gave about a banker and you know other various styles but i i think and to be clear i do agree with what you guys are saying 100 percent. but i think a more compare fair comparison would be another job that uh you're kind of in a public eye you know whether on a local or national basis so i i guess and not to not to overstep boundaries here at all but you know like what you guys do for for instance like as somebody who wants to be in broadcasting himself and and like it's probably fair to say that you guys are not 
you when you go home at, at night after after your job, you know, you're not the same person when the micro when the microphone's not on, so to speak. You know, you're just you have your pro, you have your priorities in line, and people have a different expectations and want this like glowing charisma and glowing enthusiasm from people who get to do something cool for a living and just so happen to be in the public eye and, you know, have media circling them nonstop. I mean, they were asking the question at what, 7 a.m.? Yeah, I'm just, I'm not, I'm answering the, he answered the question rather politely for, I mean, I'm not a morning guy, but I would, I would answer the question a little less uh, politely, but yeah, I, I don't think it's I don't think it's fair to sit here and and I I literally googled his name and all the headlines are exactly what you are what you're saying they are. It's like he doesn't care about baseball. He's a waste of a contract. Blah blah blah. And I'm just like, you guys ripped all that from him just saying that he cares more about his family than this. Like, yeah, he should. That's all I got, guys. Thanks so much, Jack. We appreciate you, buddy. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.